What's going on, bro? Yeah, you know, just sitting here watching the Netflix series on American. It's pretty deep. Pretty based on a true story. A Netflix <laughs> series on Native Americans? You would call all American. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said Native Americans. My bad. Not all American is about a has Tay Diggs in it. Some other people on sub, but it's a. Uh, Football over there in California, like Crenshaw and uh, Beverly Hills, it's it's a real good story. It's just really long, real long. It's like first season is like sixteen episodes, and I'm on season two, episode seven. So, but it's really good. I mean, it's it's really deep stuff. I mean, it's, I mean, like it's a culture shock. Like you know, you got people that live in Crenshaw. Versus people living in Beverly, how it's a total different lifestyle. Right. And, you know, like, and then the black folks that are in the Beverly Hills are so, are completely different than ones in Crenshaw, of course. And when you try, and then one of the kids that's playing football from Crenshaw to go to Bev- Beverly Hills has to adjust. So it's, it's, it's a real good, it's real, it's real good. I mean, it's, it's just a lot of episodes. <laughs> right on. Well, that's a good start into the show. Um, so, start everything off. Start this intro, you know right? Time, you know what time it is, right? Oh, I know exactly what time it is. Well, then what time is it, big boy? Oh. oh, 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 oh. Mm. Let me get squiggling in my chair. Oh. You better let them know. Ooh, it's time, folks. Ain't <clears throat> hear my voice out. La, 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 la. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Big Boy Live. Keeping it real, keeping it real, keeping it real on the show. And we got our boy, who? Professor X. Ching, ching. That's right, baby. That's what I wanted to hear. That's the way to kick the show off. Uh, also, right at the very beginning, I want to give a shout out to our sponsor, Terra Jersey Photography, um, Terra Jersey Enterprises. Thank you guys for your continuing and ongoing support for the podcast, and uh, we hope we're doing you proud. Oh, yes. Now, now, my man, how was your day today? Um, it was actually really good, man. Um, I worked uh, worked pretty late Saturday night into Sunday morning. Um, slept about three and a half hours, but got up and was able to go get my kids and bring them over to the house and spend time with them today. So, man, that's like I hadn't seen them in two weeks, you know, because I had to work last weekend, and uh, it was. Dude, it was nice. It it was very, very, very refreshing. That's good. That's good. That's good. Wait, hey, I got some good news for you. What's that? <laughs> this guy's uh, going to be starting back Monday to annoy you again with a bunch of lamps. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. So so they let you out of the zone. 
Yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I'm, I, I'm back. Are you back Monday? <laughs> well, today. <laughs> so you'll be back today. So you're no longer old and busted. You now the new hotness again. Well, I'm <laughs> still old and busted. Uh, my knees hurt. <laughs> Felt that. <laughs> oh man, like that one uh, YouTuber. Name Mr. Again had a song called Young Old Nigga, and he goes, Young, young, old, young, old, and my knees hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm falling around the club, but my knees hurt. I feel that, though. My knees be hurting sometimes. Especially, you know, how it is when you be. <sighs> but other than that, man, um, that's, I had a good, I went to church today. Had a good day at church, and then with that, he had a church service tonight, which I went all into, and got some got some stuff lined out, you know, in my spiritual personal life. I got some stuff cleared out and lined out, which is good. Sure. It's good. Are so, you sure? are are you actually sure about that? Because you've been down, man. You've been down lately. Oh, that's it's what I'm saying. I really needed it, man. Like I really needed today's service, and it really helped me out. So wait a minute. If I heard you right, you're saying that living proof of what we said a few episodes ago about COVID and rediscovering your life has reapplied to you, and that's what you did on your time off. You, you know, re- Jake. You rediscover you know, yourself. You know, Jake. I hate when you're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! We have a special guest knocking at the door. Who might this be? Uh, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Keeping It Real with Big Boy Live and Professor X, the What's chef, that? the chefs in the house. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> so, Professor X, why don't you fill in the chef what we were talking about? Oh, you want me to fill in uh, Chef Holloway? Congratulations, you just got your name on the show. Uh, hey! you, want to, you want me to fill in Chef Holloway about the the uh, ways of what we're talking about? Well, let's see. We had a we had a talk probably three episodes ago now. And uh, we were talking about the way that uh, you get so used to a rut and you get so used to a routine and you get into it, you know, with uh, with the job. And this obviously a subject that all three of us can relate to because we all have worked that same job. You get into that rut, you get into that routine, you get into um, doing the same thing over and over again. And then something comes up like COVID and disrupts that routine to a point where you're no longer doing that. So you get out of that rut that you were in, you have to relearn a new pattern, you know, because work has been removed from the equation. It was part of your pattern. It was part of your rut. Right. And you begin to discover a whole new life that you knew that existed, that you knew you wanted, but you really didn't have the time to develop into. And so I told Big Boy a couple episodes ago when we were talking about this. That everybody has that. Everybody has that learned trait. And then whenever the COVID stuff happened, it kind of reopened everybody's eyes. Well, 
my brother's been down this last week, you know, doing his job. Shout out first responders. Yeah. Straight up. Shout out to the first responders, man. You guys are awesome. Um, 100%, 100%. You guys, seriously, man, you guys do not get enough credit. So thank you guys for uh, going through the classes, going through the schooling, going through the training. Thank you guys, seriously. You know what? Let's not forget. Uh, Mark here was a, a previous was a police a police officer too, so uh, we need to make sure we thank him for his past services. Well, see, this is new on me. I didn't know that. I've known the man for years and didn't know he was a. Yeah, I was a uh, I was an uh, an officer for eight years before I went to that place. Well, awesome, an officer. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I was. Uh... Yeah. An officer, a scoundrel, and now a gentleman. That's right. <laughs> I, I have lived the complete life right there. That's amazing. But that's also a whole new dynamic brought to the show because, you know, we always keep it real on the show. Sometimes right. we are limited by our own experiences. When you have someone on the show – who has had those experiences that can speak on them and educate the rest of us. So that's awesome, dude. Absolutely. That's awesome. But to finish off the recap, and then I'm going to throw it to uh, Chef Holloway to take us off with the first thought. Um, you know, my boy was, he was out for the last couple of days and, and he got to rediscover life again. And that's what you didn't hear right before, you know, uh, you came on, he was talking and he was like, man, I got to do this and I got to go to church and I got to spend time with my mama and I got to get my hair cut and I got to get my stuff lined up and I got to take some pictures and I got to do all this stuff. Like you didn't hear him say all that. I heard the joy in his voice come back because he got out of that rut. He found himself again. He had time for himself. And I'm going to throw it off to you, Chef Holloway. Why do you think it is so essential for us to have that time to ourselves. Oh, your that's that's pretty simple. Your your mind needs a chance to reboot. I mean, you stuck doing the same mundane thing every single day. You essentially start going crazy. So you need you, you know what's so crazy about that is I was ta- I've been talking about that for a while now about getting that mental reset. Yeah, and like like me now with not being able to work more, I've had that mental reset and I mean, I wouldn't, wouldn't exactly say I'm happier, you know, but it, it's, I'm different now. That's what I was getting ready to say. You're different. You're not happier, but things and circumstances in your life have become different. So because it's still so new, you're like, I'm currently okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more time to process what happened or what you went through or things of that nature may lead to a different outcome, you know, emotionally. But the greatest thing about all of it is, is it doesn't matter how many times you fail. It doesn't matter how many times you fall short. It doesn't matter how many times you start over. Start over until you get it right. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. That's. Like with me now, like doing doing all this cooking stuff, which I've always I've always cooked, but now I do it every single day, trying to make new content, make new videos. I have, out of all the 
all the things that I have posted and I've shared and all this, I've probably failed four times as much. Just it doesn't turn out right, or it's I drop it. Chef, you and I are preaching the same language right now. I don't know if you know this about me, but Chef X, he's a chef too. Oh, there you go. There you go. We'll have to collab on something. Oh, my God. And Big Boy can have the exclusive rights to the live podcast. 100%. Well, you know what's crazy about all this? I used to have a barbecue business. I used to do, bar- I do bar- I'm a barbecue guy. So I think we need a. Don't say it. Triple threat, it. a triple threat cooking <laughs> feast from three different styles. I am, you know, what game for that. I'll I tell can... you what, hold on, hold on. I'll tell you what, I'll break it down. What's your favorite thing to barbecue, big boy? Oh, son, every, 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 everybody has one, everybody has one thing they like the most. Chef Holloway knows I'm right on that one. Yes, everyone. Well, my favorite is some um, ribs with pecan smoked, pecan hickory smoked with a little bit of mesquite with a with a three day marinade with a one day dry rub marinade, smoked to, for about seven to eight hours. Then I make my own sauce to lather it on there, and then I and I cook it and I smoke it again for a couple of hours where it's so tender and juicy. It's like ooh, meat can't. Okay. What what is this sauce? He said fresh meat. You heard that, right? He said fresh meat. Finger looking good. I heard it, yeah. Go ahead, Chef. So question for that. What what is this sauce? Like what's the flavor profile of your sauce? Well, I'm gonna tell you something, though. You know, beforehand, I would use a, you know, a, uh, like a, <laughs> I'd make something up, you know. Don't let him pull you his secret sauce. It's his Big Mac sauce. That's what I <laughs> But I'm going to tell you the last time, I'm going to tell you something here now. The last time I barbecued, hear me out here. The last time I barbecued, I used this sauce called a pecan barbecue sauce with a coffee rub. And boy, oh boy. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you just say coffee rub? Yes, sir. I said coffee rub. Yes, yes. Boy. That's boy. sexy. That's boy, sexy. listen, that pecan with that coffee rub, I'm over there. I'm I'm dancing like Michael Jackson. And <laughs> and, and hold out. You know what? And you, you know where I got that coffee rub and pecan barbecue sauce from? What? Uh, that boy named Chef Holloway. Uh, oh, did you ju- did you just throw a shout out to the chef before Chef even got a chance to speak? Sure did. He did. He he beat me to it. I was gonna add oh. you know, that rub. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What? No, 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 no. I gotta cut you off. I gotta cut you off because you know what you just did. I gotta cut you off because you know what you just did. You just straight up looked at Chef Holloway and said. Let me lick on them chocolate salty balls. <laughs> little sweet, little salty. You know, you got it. the perfect. Hey, I'm just telling you, that boy can make some. 
Jason. I mean, he had, he had, he had, Texas rub is amazing. He has this Alabama white sauce. He has is amazing. Hold the on, boy, got it going on. Right, but hey, Chef, why why do you cook? Simply because I enjoy it. I I enjoy. Um, well, one, I enjoy how it makes me feel using you know my creativity and all that nature. But then I also just I love to see the smile that it puts on people's faces when I present it to them. And then hearing this, that you know, what what he what Big Boy just said, you know, that was his favorite thing to do was my stuff. That I mean, that just. Yeah. Exactly. So what I'm hearing you say is the exact same reason why I cook. Yeah. It brings the joy to you personally to hear that you've touched somebody's life through your cooking. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's that's awesome, Chef. So I don't want to get off topic um, because I, I know you're getting ready to educate us and school us. So what is your favorite barbecue? My favorite thing to barbecue? Yep. Ooh, um, probably just a good. I know it's only going to be one or two things. <laughs> probably just a good old fashioned pork belly or pork shoulder. There it is. That's the one. That's the one. That's what I was going to say too. Yeah, pork shoulder. Like pork just... shoulder is just so much fun to barbecue. But Absolutely. again, we're in Hall. We're in Chef Holloway School. Educate us, bro. Well, okay. For example, tonight I. Uh, Posted a new video on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, all that of me doing my. Before you start, to make sure you tell the people what your contact information so they can find you and look at your video. Because I looked at oh, some of your stuff today, go. man, and I was like, "Oh my goodness!" Like, whoo, All right, so yeah, on uh, TikTok, you can find me at Mark Holloway zero six all all one. Uh, Instagram is M Holloway one and Facebook is just my name. <laughs> now I'll make sure everybody listening out there. I'll have all Mark's links in the description so you can check him out. Support this man and what he is, his mission and what he's doing. Cause the man can do good work. He can cook that this his and he sells the seasonings too. So if you need any seasonings, get a hold of him. Cause you will not, will not be disappointed. Especially that coffee rub. I mean, I'm a. I have never heard of a coffee rub until I met this man here. So, everybody, I just want to do a free shout out to Mark Holloway and just try it. That's what it is. Just try it. Yes, sir. And I came up. I came up with a name for the uh, the rub line too. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh oh. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I gotta give you. I gotta drum roll. Ready? Here yep. we go. Ladies and gentlemen, unveiling on Big Boy Love. For the first time tonight, dry rub seasoning expert, chef expert, food connoisseur, Mr. Mark Holloway, educators. So the name of it, the name of that line is going to be Just Try It Dry. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Boy. <laughs> Oh boy! Hey, I'm gonna have some fun with that one and make it and make it a little <laughs> that one, brother. Yeah. 
You're gonna have Beyonce, you're gonna have Beyonce pissed off tonight. She said, "If you like it, then you should have put a ring on it." You you just said, "If you like it, you should have put some lube on it." Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> oh my god! I figured you know something like that would would hit different. So good. Oh, you just did that. <laughs> One of the reasons I love you, dude. <laughs> the driest sense of humor, like your dry rubs. Oh, oh. You see what I did there? I do. I see what you did there. And I appreciate what you did there. That was, that was, that was good. <laughs> I like it, man. I, so I'm going to have to agree with you. I think the pork shoulder. Um, just my favorite. Um my my personal favorite concoction that I've come up with through trial and error is um, uh, teriyaki, brown sugar, honey, and lemon pepper seasoning. Ooh. Ooh. And then I mix that all together and then smother that over the shoulder and then smoke it or, well, barbecue it, smoke it. You can address the terminology more properly than I can, chef, in a minute. Um but uh, I like to do that and then just roast it in that. And then after that happens, you know, I only cheat because it makes it better. Obviously, everybody has their own barbecue sauce recipe. If you are a true barbecuer, you have your own recipe. However, I like the uh, hickory smoke sweet baby rays with. Ooh, hey, hey, I'm not mad, brother. Because I. Barbecue it and then lather that over the top, and then you do four turns and let that just kind of absorb into the outside fat of the shoulder. And it's like, oh dear God! Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you you got me you got me watering right now. Right. I, I'm moist. Hey, I thought I thought you were dry. <laughs> I'm moist. <laughs> So, so chef, I got a question for you. Um, what is what is your favorite way to candy bacon? Oh, geez, I'm glad you asked that. Uh, mm-hmm. My favorite way to candy bacon is it's it's in the oven, obviously, but yep. you um you sprinkle brown sugar and cayenne over it. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. You, oh dear lord! It is. So good. So I do uh, brown sugar. Um, have you ever heard of nature seasoning? Nature seasoning? Nature seasoning. It's huh. it's one of those seasonings you can buy on the shelf at Walmart. I swear on my life, I love to make my own stuff from scratch. But good God, um, it's one of the most like complete um, seasonings I think they have out there personally. Yeah, that and uh, Lowry's edition of garlic salt. Oh, they're just—they're really, really good when you know how to mix them together. And um, so versatile. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree with you so much, so much. Um, well, well, fellas, listen, I'm a—yeah, I talk about this bacon stuff. I'm gonna throw—I'm gonna tell you what I do to my bacon, and then we're gonna have a little commercial break because I. I get this. I get this. I get this tap on my shoulder from the sponsors, like say, "Hey, man, um, holla at us." Listen, I, what I do is I take my bacon, I put it in, put it on the sheet, right? I take my, I take my bow, a nice bow. I put a little bit of 
smoked paprika in it. I put a little bit of honey in there. I put a little bit of cinnamon in there a dash of brown sugar. After I do all that, I put a little bit of um, <laughs> strawberry jelly. I stir it up, heat it up, and I just lather it on there on the bacon. And boy, oh boy, oh boy. And then I take that bacon and I wrap it around some asparagus. Oh, Jesus. Mm, hallelujah. Oh, I sure love it. I eat it. Oh my gosh, you got me speaking in tongues right now. Jeez, I bought a Honda. Should have been a Hyundai. I'm licking well, my. We're going to take a quick commercial break to get head work from our sponsors. We appreciate what we got going on here. We'll be right back. That's right, everybody. Thank you for listening into the podcast. This is your boy, Big Boy. This podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Terra Jersey Enterprise. Terra Jersey Enterprise will hook you up with some custom shirts. Also, Terra Jersey Photography, capturing your moments of today to make them last for a, a lifetime. But like I said, this podcast is brought to you by Terra Jersey Enterprise. That's right, everybody. Thank you for listening into the podcast. This is your boy, Big Boy. This podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Terra Jersey Enterprise. Terra Jersey Enterprise will hook you up with some custom shirts. Also, Terra Jersey Photography, capturing your moments of today to make them last for a, a lifetime. But like I said, this podcast is brought to you by Terra Jersey Enterprise. Hey yo. Hey, hey yo. Well, appreciate everybody checking back into the Keeping the Real podcast. Like I said, we have Professor X, the co-host, and we have our very special guest tonight, the one and only, the man they call Chef Holloway, aka Feed Me Baby. Feed me. <laughs> Insert Chicago Bulls theme song there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna start it off. I'm gonna change the topic because you just brought it up. Who are your favorite sports teams, Chef? Um, I got the Bears in football. Yep. Cardinals in baseball. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> <laughs> NBA. I've kind of stopped watching that. A long while ago, right? Illinois College. Illinois. Let me guess. Let no. me guess. You stopped watching NBA because of Jordan, right? Yep. Uh, Jordan. Oh, Bird mainly. Bird. Oh. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's 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 what I thought. So uh, so what I'm hearing, Chef, is that uh, you and I are around the same age. Yeah. Is that what I'm thinking? Yep. I'm a. Uh, I'm 35. Oh, well, no, shit, you're a pup. Okay. <laughs> All right, I take that back. No, it's okay. Let me let let me go back and grab the walker I just put in the closet because I thought I was actually having a podcast with someone my own age. 
Never mind. Hold on. I'll be right back. Hey, 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 Professor X, I got some insurance over here for you. Want some of that? Oh. <laughs> After you're done rubbing on your Bengay, baby. <laughs> My knees hurt. <laughs> now, I know. It's spicy. You, you should stay off them. They won't hurt as much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, you did yeah, you get used to this mark because we take shots at yeah, all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Um, so big boy, big boy, what's your what's your favorite teams, bro? Well, well, like I said, you know, NBA wise, it was always was the Bulls, you know, because the Jordan era. Um, <clears throat> and baseball, man, I really never really got into baseball like that. Um, I kind of went with the team that, you know. It's kind of like popular type deal. It was like the Yankees, you know. But I did, I did like, I did have, uh, I did like White Sox because of uh, Frank Thomas, you know. Right. And, then, and then, of course, I mean, I like. What, I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna sit here and say I had a favorite team, but I like different players. You know, I was a Kenny Griffey Jr. fan. You know, I was. Oh a, my God! I was a Frank oh Thomas fan because I had, I had, I had, the, I had the game. I had the big hurt game. I had that Frank Thomas game, baseball game. Oh yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, and I played. I played I played, yeah, I played MLB, and I always played with the Marlins with uh, King Griffey, you know, King Griffey Jr. on there, you know. And of course, you know, you know Sammy Sosa's and your Mark, and yeah, and uh, you know, uh, God, what's Mark McGuire and Mark stuff. McGuire. Yep. So you know, and of course, you know, that, of course, you know that dude, that Bo Jackson son. Uh, yeah, you can't. But, forget. And then it comes to football, man. You know. I'm not gonna lie. Like I had a time, like long time ago, I was a Buccaneers fan because I loved Warren Sapp because I like I modeled him as far oh. as football. And listen, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Brady Bandwagon. Brady Bandwagon. No, no. Listen, just you hear what I'm saying. All right. I like you, Buccaneers, because of Warren Sapp. Because I I was a defensive I was a defensive player in football, so I try to play football aggressive like he did. Okay, mm-hmm. so after that, I went towards you no, know, my Florida, my Florida teams. I love to stay in Florida. I love Florida. All so right. I represent the Dolphins and the Jaguars because I I love those two teams. Uh, and then, then when it comes to college football, cool. We all know. Uh, yeah, we anybody, know. anybody who knows you knows. But give the <laughs> shout out, Florida Gators, baby. You know the swamp. You know, down in Gainesville. Hey, and then, didn't, didn't you tell? Didn't you tell everybody a few episodes ago that you met a legend from Florida? What? I, yes, I did. I did. Have, have you told Chef Holloway this story? Because it's pretty freaking amazing. I don't think so. Uh-uh. Well, you know what? Let me uh, let me tell the story again. Because maybe maybe got some new listeners out there. Anyone might want to know. So I I went to Kentucky. To see family, but I did to see a family. I did pictures for my cousins for his senior pictures and stuff. And you know, and my mom and I, we always stopped at the same rest stop every single time on the way back. So I'm walking in the bathroom because I use a restaurant. I'm one driving. I'm always one driving. <clears throat> I have my Florida Gator um, hoodie uh, hoodie on, and this guy, this tall dude, was like, "Hey man, it's a nice hoodie." I say, "I know Florida Gators for life." He said, I, I, he said, heck yeah. He shows me his hand. 
this was a hot. He said, "I'm I'm a national champion, Hall of Fame quarterback, Steve Spurrier." Ooh. I'm sitting like starstruck. I'm like one of those like those little girls at the in scene concert. Like, oh my god, oh my god, Hall of Famer. Like he was telling me all these stories about, and it is like I felt like a little kid listening to his grandpa telling all these war stories. He just like eyes all big and stuff, and we're just talking, man, chopping it up, man. It was awesome. And then when he left, I went back to the bathroom. So, oh man, I can't believe I talked to that guy. And the one thing I did not do, I didn't get a picture with him because I was so starstruck. You know, the fact that you know, I met a legend. You know, yeah. And I told my mom about it. My mom's like, did you get a picture of him? I said, no. I I was just so excited the fact that I actually met, you know, a legend, you know. You know, you don't get the opportunity a lot, a lot, lot of times, you know. Yeah. And sometimes you just, you know, you you forget. Yeah. But he, but he always told me, he told me if I ever come down to Gainesville to look him up and stuff, so. I'd be making awesome. I'd be making a yearly trip to Gainesville during college football season and looking oh, that man up if I was you. Oh, you already know. I already got <laughs> I already got his information as far as his, his business because he sells uh he sells forty no he sells college football apparel and memorabilia and everything too. So I already got information for that. So, awesome. so with that being said, I'm going to try to, you know, pick up the tail end of this uh this part of the segment. Um you know, after a freaking amazing story like that, thanks, yeah. big boy, for stealing the spotlight again. Um, <laughs> hey, this so is just trying here. I would, uh, I would have to say, you know, I, I'm not going to go typical like individual sports wise. I'm just going to go with my personal favorites um, because they're just the ones that I follow the most, define me the most. You both have known me for a minute. I definitely know I don't need to say anything because I'm going to let Big Boy say who number one is for me because he already knows it's on my head every single day of my life. Yes, Big Boy, is. who is that? Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> okay, you're fired. Wow. I'm, Donald, I'm Donald Trump and you are fired. <laughs> He's an Ohio, Ohio, Ohio State Buckeye fan. <clears throat> say it right. He's a hairless nut fan. The hairless the. nut fan. <laughs> the hairless. <laughs> and you really got to punch that the too, you know. That's right. That's right. Anybody who knows knows. Um, number two, number two is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Sorry for your loss tonight. Yeah, but you know what? I got to watch my quarterback play one last playoff game. So that's good. Though. That's, that's good. pretty awesome. Uh, I was, I watched that ass kicking, and I was like, "Oh, I spent four ninety nine for this." Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for sentimental reasons, you know, I still got 05 and 07. Thank you, Ben. We'll yeah. Take um. But no, Steelers are two. Uh, number three, solid, always solid. Boston Red Sox. I've been a Red Sox fan for 35 years. Um, I followed the franchise. I grew up with it. I started liking the team because my favorite player had his first name is what is my last name, Wade Boggs. Um, 
And, you know, I'm, I'm Wade Boggs old. That's all you have to say. Anybody who knows sports and you could say I'm Wade Boggs old is like, this motherfucker's been around for a minute. Um, I've got a name for you, too, when you're done. <laughs> I knew you were going to do it. I knew you were. <laughs> um, I'll finish up real quick then because I want to hear this. That's a great insertion. Uh, Pittsburgh Penguins and, honestly, the Detroit uh, Red Wings. I'm I'm I, I am a closet hockey fan. Like I, I I really like it. I really do. I always have. Um, when I was a kid, I grew up watching uh, Sergei Fedorov, uh, Steve Eiserman, uh, Mario Lemieux, Yermir Yager, um, Paul Coffey, uh, Chris Osgood. Just a bunch of these amazing players back in the day. And man. They were not afraid to go fist to cuff, straight mafia style, and beat somebody down. And, you know, right. and I'm telling you, I, I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, I I enjoy watching hockey. Yeah, I, I love it. I would love mm-hmm. to go see one. I never been to hockey before. I'd love to go see one. Oh yeah, just go to the Indianapolis Ice, bro. In the last two years, I've saw a Blackhawks game and a, a Columbus Blue Jackets game. It was so eye-opening and refreshing. It was sweet. I've seen uh, the Dallas Stars. The- oh, oh. Was Madonna still playing when you saw him? Yes. Oh, my God. I hate you and love you so much. Yeah, it was, uh, well. Mike Madonna. And it was that. Oh, the- my God. Great center. Arguably yeah. the greatest Dallas star. Yes, I I would almost 100% agree. <laughs> What's your insertion? Okay, so old players. Jeff Gossett. Does anyone remember him? Oh, my. Oh, no, you didn't. I met him at a gas station when I was a wee lad. What? Yeah. Interesting. Speaking of uh, shout-outs to players uh, and uh, big boys saying uh, Jaguars, bro, do you remember Tony Baselli? Yep. I went to New York in 99 to visit my Uncle Tony. I met Tony Baselli at Roy's Pizza on the corner of Times Square in wow. 99. Really? Sure did. You um, know, you know, you know what's so funny about this though? Um, my buddy, my brother, um, named Mark, he's a diehard Jaguars fan. I mean, he diehard from since the day they became a team. He went down there to Jag- Jacksonville and he met David Garrard. He met Paul Pleslewski. He met um a lot of Jaguar players down there. So which is pretty pretty cool, you know. Oh yeah. Right, but but you think about the Jaguars, they haven't been around very long, right? Right. Right, but anybody who's been around since the uh, beginning of their history, um, the three of us, yeah, who <laughs> is the most famous name to come from that roster? Tony Bassett. Oh, my gosh. I've got to, I've got to tell you all this. Don't help. Professor SP, don't hit me. i tell you this, okay? Mm-hmm. I met Heinz Ward. What? Yes. All right, I'm getting off. 
at at Menards because they they had a promo a long time ago. And he was there, and I met Heinz Ward. Okay, I'm not <laughs> going. I'm not going to engage that with a comment. Instead, I'm going to go back to Chef Holloway for the name that he had to throw out at me, so that I don't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, met, I mean I met some other people too, but I'm not gonna say that. All right, Chef, what was the name you had for me? Jeff Gossett. You remember? You know? You know? Do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, not at the moment. Okay, from eighty eighty three to ninety six. He was for the Raiders. And in the mm, night- mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Ringing a bell? Yeah, I know exactly who you're talking about. Well, we went, uh, we were in California, I think visiting family or some something like that when I was real small. And uh, ran into him at a gas station and he signed team posters for my brother, myself, and whoever else was there. Hold on, I got a question for Chef after that. Why in the world are you a Bears fan then? I always have been. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I couldn't help it. I couldn't help it. I had to. You know, I'm, you know, the lovable loser. I, I'm, 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 I'm in deep with that. <laughs> so... So I got. I have to ask, who's your favorite Bears player? My Ooh. favorite player, not not of all time. Who you have seen? Big boy and I have this discussion a lot because, see, it's easy to go with the historical greats. Oh, they're the greatest because of this, this, and that. But it's not because you've ever seen them, right? It's because it's what you've been told. It's because of what you've been spoon-fed by the uh, media and generations before you. Yep. Okay, so are we talking seeing live or seeing play on TV? At this stage, I know you've been to so many Bears games, it don't matter. I've been to one Bears game, and that was just a few months ago. (laughs) Wow. But who is, in general, like TV – um, live, who is your favorite Bears player? Who Who is the one that you saw play that you uh, liked the most, that had the most impact on your uh, your fandom, so okay. to speak? Um, Dick Buckus. Wow, that's, that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, you don't get a whole lot better than that. I said that you've seen play. <laughs> so we're talking live. Yeah. TV, oh. TV, in person. No, no, no. Buckus retired long ago. Then that's like, not who. No. I'm talking about your personal favorite bear. Like, you're a Bears fan. You've been a Bears fan for a minute. Who is your favorite? My your favorite. favorite. Mike Singletary. 
he was a beast at the center spot. The center linebacker, I mean. Yeah. I thought he was going to say, like, Brian Erlacher or something. No. That's what I thought he was going to say. That That's where <laughs> I thought he was going, too. Like uh, like any Bears fan from our generation is like, uh, yo, bro, uh, I like, uh, um, let's see, Brian Erlacher, Lance Briggs. Um, oh, what's that old boy? One you guys have for years, the running back, uh, Forte, Matt yeah. Forte. You know, those are usually the ones that they go with. And then the ones who tell me that they're true Bears fans say Jay Cutler, and I just laugh my ass off at them. Um, do you, oh. <laughs> yeah, that person needs to be strung up. Right. <laughs> right. So, so fellas, so let me tell y'all a story, okay? Uh-oh. Uh, this is a good one, all right? So you remember back in the day when the Colts had a training camp in Terre Haute at yeah. Rose Holman? So back at the ISU, right? Huh? ISU, right? No, it was at Rose Holman. Rose Holman. Oh, okay, Rose. Sorry. So my mom, she works for medical, uh, medical field. Shout out to the medical f- workers. I'm also phlebotomist. She draws blood for a living. She's been doing it for a long time. Well, my mom had to draw all the close players' blood for you know, drug testing and all that stuff, right? So my mom's always coming home. So I guess who I met today? I met Edwin James. I met Reggie Wayne. I met Peyton Manning, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay. So at the time that this was going on, I was I worked that finish line. So I'm not sure me and people knew that I worked that finish line shoe place in, in the mall. So I'm in there, and I see these huge dudes come in there. I didn't know who they were until, until they left. And one of the guys, and I was like, man, what's up, what's up, man? How you doing? Okay, help you with He's all not much, man. Just stick up some shoes and stuff. Oh, cool, cool. Man, you're huge, man. I said, yeah, pretty, I'm a, I don't play football, man. Oh, okay, what's your name? He said, my name was Dallas Clark. I was like, what? Are you, you're the coach tight end, Dallas Clark. Yeah, and then Edwin James is walking down to go to Foot Locker. Then I see Reggie Wayne. I was like, what the heck? Of course, they, they ain't buying anything. With the Foot Locker, but yes, <laughs> 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 you know, Foot Locker always had the cooler. Foot Locker, Foot Locker always had the cooler shoes when Finish Line did. You know, I feel like that's I feel like that's the beginning of a of a really bad joke. Uh, <laughs> Dwight Clark and Edger and James walk into a Foot Locker. Dot dot dot. And <laughs> they buy the whole store up. <laughs> <laughs> they buy the entire franchise. The end. I- I went completely in the opposite direction with that. What you just—that scenario. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you think? Uh, that they okay. The foot lockers that are on the floor, a foot locker. Uh huh. Walking by that, and they, uh, they, uh, you know, uh, clipped their member on it. Over the chef, what is wrong with you? From one chef chef to another, I understand the fascination with sausage, but this is getting a little ridiculous. (laughs) And for that, Lord, I apologize. 
<laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We will be right back after these uh, messages from our sponsors. We're going to go back into food. We're going to continue to talk sports. And we're going to continue to blow up the airways with our man, Chef Holloway, here on the <clears throat> Big Boy Live podcast. What up, what up? What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, everybody, to the podcast of Keeping It Real with Big Boy Live, where it's always real, it's always uncut, and that's what we do. Uncut. Oh, Professor Rex. Hey, big boy, I got a question for you. Okay. If you had one personal favorite meal, Uh-oh. what would it be? If you could, oh. and, 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 and I'll even give you a little bit of liberty because I, I, I already hear uh, Chef Holloway's lips frothing at the corners of his mouth, Whoa. that topic. So right. you get three courses. Can I have a, can I, just have, can I just have three main meals, please? And one dessert. All right. Well, go ahead and do that then. Go ahead. Uh, my favorite dessert is cheesecake. It always will be cheesecake. I love cheesecake. <laughs> okay. Um, number two, um, for my main meals, I love chicken Alfredo, shrimp Alfredo, shrimp and, shrimp and chicken Alfredo, which I love, which I heard somebody had a killer Alfredo, which I've been trying to get a hold of for like a couple of years now. Um, I mean, I'm right here. All you had to do was ask. Uh, uh, <laughs> this chef, um, Always boasted about this Alfredo he makes, and I've been waiting on this for a bad boy a couple of years. He 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 will attest to that. And I love me some Chinese food, uh, general so chicken with fried rice for crab rangoon and egg roll on the side. If anybody wants to give me some with some lo mein, oh god! <laughs> and of course, you know, you gotta go with the all American classic, big old fat juicy cheeseburger <laughs> with some oh. Toasted buns and some bacon and some pepper jack cheese with some juicy steak fries. Oh, do not get me started on my ideas for burgers. Oh, all right. So, so with that being said, Chef Holloway, same question to you. My go-to meal. Your three. You get a three-course meal. What is it? Three-course meal. Well, uh, I'm going to go with shepherd's pie. Hands down, shepherd's pie. <laughs> oh, dear God, marry me now. Um, I am single. Um, no, not, for long, not for long. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I'm not trying to be like the, the black guy in this. I try to tell you to like, be like that, that, that one black guy, but um, what's a shepherd's pie? I never heard of it. <laughs> Oh, God. Well, I expected this. <laughs> <laughs> if he don't got it, I do. But go ahead. So a traditional shepherd's pie, not like the kind we make here, but a traditional shepherd's pie is uh, it's a uh, ground lamb with veggies, layer of mashed potatoes, and then baked. Hmm. The American version is ground beef. It's hamburger, veggies, all that. Same 
Same deal. But it's called a cottage pie. Yeah, here it's called a cottage pie. I never heard of that. Okay, that's 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 a difference. That's yeah. awesome. All right, chef. So you got a shepherd's pie. What else? I got a shepherd's pie. And then, uh, let's see here. Probably, actually, no, probably here. Definitely, uh, a just try it burger. Oh. Oh, the mini varieties. Oh, oh. And then lastly, we will go with my late grandmother's bourbon cake. Bourbon okay. cake. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh my. Okay. Yeah. Um. So for me, um. Dear God, I'm hungry now. Um, <laughs> I would, uh, I would have to, I would have to say, um, honey barbecue roasted turnip greens. Mm. Um, corn salsa. Everybody has their own you know, rendition of that. Yeah. Mine is uh, roasted bell peppers, nature seasoning, brown sugar, uh, honey, corn, cut straight off of the cob, and uh, green bell peppers. That's oh. it's my roasted corn salsa. Um, and then uh, I would, would have to say, as cliche as this is going to sound, I think Chef will appreciate this more than anybody. The Reuben. Oh. There's so many takes you can have on it. And I don't care who you are. If you are in the culinary field, if you have ever been in the culinary field, you can never go wrong with a corn with a good corned beef and hash. Or just corned beef and general. Absolutely not. Oh. Why do I Gotta get put in these situations for. You don't know what corned beef and hash is? I know what corned beef hash is. I've never had a Reuben before, okay? Oh, oh my God. I mean, no, that's that's not as blasphemous. Uh, no, 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 no. No, you're right. It's not blasphemous. I'm just like, oh, dear God, he doesn't know what he's missing. He's missing out, yeah. Yeah, because cause you're, you're literally talking about the sandwich that created the Big Mac. Yes, sir. Like, I mean, seriously, uh, the the very first sandwich that, you know, uh, Thousand Island dressing was uh, addressed to. Um, you have shredded lettuce on the uh, on the Big Mac um, sauerkraut that you have on the Reuben is shredded. Um, you have your uh, top of the line until, you know inflation happened and they dialed everything back. The Big Mac used to come on the sesame seed bun. Uh-huh. I, I went to McDonald's two weeks ago and I got two Big Macs and they were not on sesame seed buns. Listen, you know what? I'm going I'm to start throwing it out there, okay? I'm going to start throwing it out there, okay? I think I think I don't know if y'all agree with me on this, but I think <laughs> The next podcast that we we do needs to be 
involving food, eating food with a camera, ending the podcast by eating food and talking about food. How about I don't know. I so, think it's a good idea. So basically, you're telling us we need to develop our own Food Network show. Did I say that? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, you have heard the same thing. He was like, "Okay, so we're now Food Network stars." Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying because you got three people here that have three different styles of cooking, a different style of faith, but we all have, we all love to cook. We should make our own like YouTube channel of like styles collide or something. And I'm all about that, but I'm telling you right now, if episode one of the uh, cooking challenge or the cook off, quote unquote, you know, amongst friends is not yo mama's mac and cheese. I don't want no part of it. We start from the basics and we teach from the ground up. That's what we do. Oh, that's how we have to do it. What my mom literally what what is America? What is what is literally every family, every kid, every person in America? What is one of their absolute all time favorite dishes? Macaroni and cheese. Start from the basics. Start from the basics. Build your shit up. See, my mom makes a killer uh, green beans. Yeah, I learned I learned how to make the green bean that she makes. Oh. Mm. I feel like Chewbacca over here. <laughs> what are you gargling on? Oh. <laughs> that sounded that sounded too real. There, there's something. Mother sucker is snowing outside. Yeah, he's gargling on snow. <clears throat> Come. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm just being responsible. So- Look, look at the kids out to play. <laughs> <laughs> so feed, I feed the geese. I got another question then, Chef. Yeah. What's your handicap? Oh Jesus. Uh <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the, what is the highest it can go? Uh mine. Mine. They haven't found a number for it yet. <laughs> okay. Um, go to above that. <laughs> so they consider me a 99, so you would be a 98? No, I'd be a 101. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have my days where my, my game is on point for like two holes, and then it's... But I've, I've got my days. Yeah. Felt that. So yeah. I have days where uh, I can drive the ball like a uh, a mother, and then on the days where I'm driving the ball really good, my uh, iron putting game just absolutely sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have days where my iron and my putting game is on, but that's only after I've hit it out of ten feet of rough. Hey. Shout out to you for hitting it out of 10 feet of rough. That, that's challenging. What course was that? I don't know. <laughs> I'm from Indiana. It was called a cornfield. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. I've heard of that. You don't like this one? Hit it in the opposite direction. You'll find four more. 
That's true. I got a cornfield behind me, in front of me, and inside of me. <laughs> I wish I did, but I'm in the middle of town. I mean, like my best friends are the cows. <laughs> I talk to them every day. <laughs> Is that what you're... We developed a, uh, our own little language together. Oh, yeah. Wow. You, you sit there, look at them, and tell them, I like the way you move it, move it. <laughs> well, you know. You know, I love seeing, I love seeing, I, I know what cows are, you know, the one the ones out there that are on a diet because the ones are on the ground, that's, that's your ground beef. A little bit leaner. Huh. Hey, Chef. Yo. Got a question. Since we said we was going to lead into a show cooking and starting from the basics, let's, uh, can can you tell everyone what we need to start for a, a basic soup? For a basic soup? A basic soup. What's our roux? Well, our roux's what what is our what is the soup? What 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 is the soup? Whatever you want it to be. Tell them your maripois and tell them your roux. Oh. So my maripois is the holy trinity. Celery, carrots, onion. My roux is going to be chicken stock with flour. Or, no, yeah. no cornstarch. No, no cornstarch. I'll, I'll I'll go the flour route. I like how it how it doesn't get as aggressively thick. <laughs> if that makes sense. Chicken stock. Yep. Then we're gonna flavor all that up with ah uh, garlic. Uh Let's see what else. Salt and pepper, of course. That that is a staple for everything. Yep. You're right. Mm. What 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 is the absolute greatest flavor that you can put on a steak, Chef? The absolute greatest flavor you can put on a steak is the most basic, right? Is what? The most basic, right? Yep. Salt no. and pepper. Oh yeah, yeah. Salt and pepper. That's that's all I ever do. Unless I'm using my stuff. By the way, I just want to give a little shout out to you because the way I saw you base that steak the other night was foodgasmically sexy. Um, so yeah, like I gotta get I gotta give a shout out to that. You know, um, one chef to another chef. Like that was that was pretty sick. Like I had water on for you, like I do for Gordon Ramsay that night. So. That was, uh, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that means a lot. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't be offended by that. I knew you would understand. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, big boy, I got a question for you. Uh oh. What's the best way to eat a steak? Um, medium, medium well. <laughs> what? Oh. Or medium? I had I had a steak today. From Texas Row House, I ate lunch with my dad, and I got medium, and it was pretty juicy. Yeah. Oh, chef. Yeah. Get him, what? chef. Get him, chef. What did I do wrong? Medium rare. There it is. Okay, I'll, I'll try it out next time. 
You know what? Y'all lost me when y'all talking about the soup stuff because I never heard what the heck y'all talked about. All you know, I know about is all this. I'm talking about vegetable soup out of the chunky, chunky, Campbell chunky soup. Reggie, did you eat your chunky <laughs> soup? <laughs> hey, I love, hey, I love clam chowder. I'm, I'm oh, a, bro. I want somebody, I want somebody making some uh, good clam chowder, not from the oh, chunky oh, soup. Bro. Whoa, whoa, hang on. I, I think Chef can do that. Yes, but if we're basics, going back to basics, like childhood basics. For cooking, you gotta make a Campbell's, a canned Campbell's tomato soup with milk and a good uh, motherfucking cheese. Yes, boy, that's my boy. I was gonna say because you said back in childhood, woo, grilled I'm cheese sorry. sandwich, boy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Terry Jersey. The devil inside of me took over because Chef got me excited because I know what I mean when we're done with this podcast. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm just saying. You know, hey, you know he what got me real know? excited. Hey, listen, you said a grilled cheese sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. So, you don't know, do ultimate have, grilled, don't do what? ultimate grilled cheese. Don't do listen, it. Hey, oh. I always had, I always love the grilled cheese sandwich, and I upgraded myself to. A grilled cheese sandwich with bacon in it. Oh Lord yeah. Jesus! Oh. That's, what, that's what that's what I was getting ready to say too. Oh, the grilled cheese God. the grilled cheese sandwich needs no upgrade other than bacon. Like if you're going to upgrade it, the only other logical upgrade is bacon. And yes. I'm going to yes, tell Lord. you, I'm going to tell you the greatest upgrade that I yes, had Lord. to a grilled cheese sandwich, and the one that I made. And and then I'm going to step back and I'm going to let you two just have at it. Because I yes, already know where Chef is going with it, and I already know that your taste buds are salivating so much based off of what I haven't said that you're like, mm, Jesus. Yeah, hey, hey. And all in I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say is this. All I'm going to say in the is words this. Of, hey, hey, in the words of Kevin Gates, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I got two phones. I know. <laughs> one for them bitches and one for them food. Now, anyway, anyway, you set me up. I got to take it. So. The greatest greatest grilled cheese I've ever had. So, Steph's going to know exactly what I'm talking about as soon as I say this. You start off Monte Cristo style. Uh, Okay? You throw that egg down. You scramble it up. You toast both sides of that. You add a little brown sugar to it. Toast both sides of that bread. Get a little bit of that flavor into that bread. Sourdough. Sourdough only, please. Yes. Because sourdough, for whatever reason, maybe Chef knows the answer. I still have never figured it out. But sourdough holds the best flavor of any bread that you try to cook with. I don't know why. It just does. It really does. Um, I think I might have the answer to that. Oh, do you for real? I I believe I do. Oh, my God. Educate me then. Okay. (laughs) So you have. You have sourdough, you've got white, you've got Texas toast, okay? you got those, and you squeeze them. What, what's the white and the uh, Texas toast going to do? You just squeeze it between your two fingers. It's going to fall apart. It's going to squish. Right. You go to the sourdough and you do that. What are you feeling? It's kind of spongy. Exactly. It's got like a, like a sponge-like texture. Exactly. So my theory behind that is, 
it's because it's thicker than the rest. It has that sponginess. That's why it holds so much flavor. Oh, shit. All yes, right. Well, well, hell, with that being said, <laughs> like I said, sourdough. Sourdough, cook it, you know, get it where you want it. Throw a pepper jack on one side, sharp cheddar on the other. Oh. And since you brought up the bacon, best one I've ever had, jalapeno bacon Ooh. in the middle. Candied jalapeno bacon. I'm telling was the most foodgasmic experience that I have ever had. Yes, love. When all of that is cooked perfect and you dip it in fresh milk based, as Chef said, tomato soup. Oh. And you take a bite. It is one of the most luscious things that will ever come across your lips. That's my favorite. Chef, take it away. I am in almost, I am in 100% agreement with you right there on that one. However, I made this sandwich a few days, a few weeks ago, maybe, maybe a month. It's on, it's on the, uh, the terms of a grilled cheese. The, the bun, the bread, are just stacks of cheese deep fried. Oh. Oh, my God. Top. <clears throat> and then you've got, my, I, I personally put a cheese or a hamburger in the middle of it because, well, it's what I wanted. But you literally put anything else in there. The cheesiest thing you've ever had. You know, you know, I had something that um, I had an idea for it. I was wanting to do it. I was going to tell you, you take Texas toast, right? Yep. You take nine strips of bacon. You use pepper jack, lots of pepper jack cheese, um, queso cheese. And you stick it in there, right? Then you dip it in a pancake batter and deep fry it all like that. Okay. No. Hold on. Hold on. I think I got what you were going with that. Nine strips? Oh, yeah. Okay. So what we're going to do is we're going to toast the bread on the flat top. And then once the bread is good and toasted, we're going to wrap it in Ooh. bacon. We're going to wrap the bread in bacon. Oh. Right? Yes. Then okay. we're going to build the sandwich around that. So what you're basically telling me is you've got, you know, whatever candy type of bacon that you want, but you've got, I, just for lack of what we were talking about, um, Jalapeno bacon wrapped in uh, uh, wrapped around the bread, and then you're gonna toast the grilled cheese with smoked cheddar and a smoked gouda oh, with a pepper jack center. Oh, oh my gosh, dear God, uh, what did you just do, dude? Uh, okay, hold on. 
Lord Jesus, I love you. Lord Jesus, take me into your life. Lord Jesus, I got to get right with you because hell just froze over. Yes, Lord. Can I yes, add Lord. sandwich? Dude, this has got to happen. This is This is no longer a good podcast. This is no longer a good segue into something else. Like, we really need to get together and cook and do it live. Like, you know, oh my God, dude. Alt- There's three episodes right there. Guys, we've, we, we, we've already covered the first three live episodes. Uh, and, well, I, and what we need to do, we need to make, I'm going to get some shirts made. I'm going to get some shirts made for you and me, you and, uh, professor, me and Professor X so you can wear it. Right, Mr. Chef Hallway here just uh, order some shirts as a pair for his just try brand from Terry Jersey Fits, the clothing line. So I'll tell you what we do. I'll tell you what we do when we get on that podcast. <clears throat> Sorry, when we get on that live cooking show. So starting off, we're going to leave the uh, barbecue in the big boy. That's his specialty. That's his wheelhouse. Yep. Um, I'm going to take the soup. And Jeff, you take the main course. Yes, Lord. Done deal. Yes, Lord. Loaded baked potato soup coming your way. Straight Mm. up, grandmama style. Man. So before I get onto this subject, can I add something to your uh, grilled cheese that Mm -hmm. would be Mm -hmm. phenomenal? Bacon onion jams. Oh, oh. What? <laughs> oh, dear God. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Sauteed. Deeply sauteed. Candied onions. Yeah. With that jelly that you just talked about. Yeah. You know, you, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, my gosh. These onions have sauteed for five minutes too long. Yeah, we're going to give them another three. Yep. You are reinventing reinventing. what was it? Uh, Arby's. Oh, my God. Yeah, the that that stuff on the onion bun. The onion bun they had. Yeah. Oh, dear God, son. Hey, we got to do this for real, man. So, and I do have. A uh, an idea for a fourth episode. All right. Okay. Well, hold on to that. Hold on to that for uh, a brief commercial break. We got to give some love to our sponsors: Terra Jersey Photography, Terra Jersey Enterprises, Big Boy Live. Thank you for your sponsorships. We'll be back in just a moment. That's right, everybody. Thank you for listening into the podcast. This is your boy, Big Boy. This podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Terra Jersey Enterprise. Terra Jersey Enterprise will hook you up with some custom shirts. Also, Terra Jersey Photography, capturing your moments of today to make them last for a, a lifetime. But like I said, this podcast 
is brought to you by Terra Jersey Enterprise. Man, man, I'm I'm hungry, bro. I am 100% game with what we're talking about. We got to do this, man. This is this could be a start to something amazing. Yeah, it really could. Yeah, that that fourth episode. Uh, I realized, like of the the creative stuff that I do, like the odd combination things. Neither of you have tried it. You know what I no. mean? Well, you know, have you ever heard her? I, I know I talked to you. I told you about my fat burger, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that fat burger was basically was six strips of bacon, three in the bottom, three on top with a half pound Angus beef that was seasoned and, and marinated with Texas toast, with queso and pepper jack cheese with barbecue sauce smothered on it. Yes, sir. Man. Like, that, that, that could be a fifth episode there, just talking about just, just making burgers, you know? Yeah. Well, that that's kind of the like the, the, the main uh, odd oddity that I put together are burgers. So that, that could already, that could just be added in, you know? Mm-hmm. Professor X, what's up, man? What's up, brother? I'm glad you could show up, man. Oh, I'm sorry. You had to wait three and a half minutes. Great. <laughs> so, oh. that, that, that's also the uh, finest chapter of my love life. <laughs> that is a marathon, my man. <laughs> oh shoot, man! It's, it has been so long. I don't even. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even make a forty-yard dash. <laughs> no, nah, I'd make it about five feet. I'd be like, thanks. Sorry. <laughs> man, I tell you, look, listen, it's been so long for me, man. I didn't know how the I, I didn't know what the first step is, man. <laughs> bro, yeah. the, first, the, the first step for you at this point, bro, is the phone bus. <laughs> I think I think I'm currently in the first step right now with someone. <laughs> Oh shoot! Look, I t- I'll tell I'll tell my buddy that tell my buddy mine. I was like, man, I ain't been in a relationship for so long. I didn't know how to do it anymore. I'm, I I didn't know what know what I supposed to do on a date. I gotta Google it. What do you do on a date? <laughs> uh, I got a valid driver's license and all this stuff, but I need Uber to tell me how to do a date. <laughs> what I just heard you say. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm calling on DoorDash. <laughs> I mean, I was like, man, I like, like, we think about dates. Uh, do you go, you go. I know you go out to eat. What do you do after that? Do you go bowling or something or a movie or what? <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go old school from our generation. Uh, we're gonna go bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Dinner and a movie. That's what oh, we were man. raised on. Yeah, that that was uh, that was a perfect game back then. 
And then we are, we are having you home by 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're right. <laughs> well, oh, that, depends wow. on, that, that depends on what, uh, what age are you in. If you're in middle school, yeah, but in high school, you might be like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, right. uh, so, Chef, I got another question for you. Yeah. What's your favorite type of chicken wings to make? Ooh, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Okay. Hercules, Hercules is about to show up on the other end right now. Uh, I'm just you right now. <laughs> he, he about to show up. So my Hercules, favorite, Hercules! My favorite type of wing is, again, it's it's something that I, I made. It is an Asian pineapple wing. What? Okay, make, tell us. I make an Asian pineapple sauce. It's it's kind of like a bar, kind of like a barbecue sauce, but it's not barbecue. Hmm. You know, you fry up your wings, and then toss it in that. Oh mm. my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Foodgasmic. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh. How about you, big boy? Oh man, you know what? I gotta stick with the basics, man. I love my honey barbecue wings, bro, with some blue cheese dressing. Oh, 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 oh. you said it right, though. You said it right. You said it so right. The best compliment for honey barbecue is blue cheese. It's not ranch, people. It's blue cheese. Listen, I'm gonna taste so much better. The only time I ever use blue, every time I read, only time I read blue cheese dressing. It's just with wings. That's the only time. <laughs> and I may be weird. I don't use any sauce, blue cheese, ranch for any of my wings, no matter what. Well, I, take, I appreciate the flavor of it. No, and that's good. But that also means that you make that also means that you make a wing with a good enough flavor and a mild enough um, heat palette that it's not going to kill your consumer. So that's good. That's yep. real good. That's real good. For me, my best, my go-to has always been my twice-ride Cajun. Um, We get a little bit of um, uh, buffalo wing, Louisiana buffalo wing sauce. Uh And then we add a little bit of that uh, New Orleans Cajun seasoning. Oh, We drop a little bit of honey and some brown sugar. And a little bit of zesty Italian dressing oh. into the mix. We mix all that up. We cook them. We fry them. We dip them. We fry them again. And then we dip them again and then fry them. Now, are you changing temperatures of the oil? Three fifty to three seventy-five, just to get a little crisp on the outside. Okay, perfect. Now, now, Professor X. Now, listen to me. Chef has got to make you. What was that? What was that? What was that flaming, uh, flaming season you made for me? Uh, I still got it too. Yeah, I, still have I, some. Only, I I only use it when I make my chili, and I only use like a dash of because that stuff is fire. Yes, <laughs> I I would also say probably one of the hottest rubs out there. What'd you put in it there, Chef? Okay, 
So the hold on, hold on. Before you do that, what's it called? Patent pending. This patent is owned. It's all Chef Holloway. So back off, bitches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna make you some money tonight. <laughs> Devil's dandruff. What? Oh man. No, no. I don't want no part of it. It's hot, I don't want bro. No part of it. Bro, it is so hot. I took the top off so you smell it. My my I lost three nose hairs. <laughs> oh right to the back. <laughs> oh man. I was like, ow. Like the cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> you feel oh. like Michael Jackson in the thriller video becoming more and more of a zombie every moment. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <that right. laughs> <laughs> Yo, that stuff is hot though. Like I said, you only need a little bit of it. I, mean, I, I thought I lost it and I found it in my seasoning cabinet. I was like, oh goodness. This is a Hot stuff, man! I opened that bad boy up and I was like, "Woo!" I said, like, "It was so hot." I just put like a little micro, micro little smidgen of it in my stuff, and boy, that sauce I made—I mean, it was good. But boy, I, it cleared—it cleared me out. Yep. My my blackened seasoning that I make is like that. I put that on my uh, salmon, tilapia, um, blackened chicken. If that's what you want, I even do, you know, black and steak. Um, if you get it right, man, if you get it right, it's just so much fun. Chef knows what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. People keep coming back for it, you know. Yeah. If you can get that right palette of heat mixed with that right palette of savory, you will always continue to have repeat customers. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Excuse me. So, what's your favorite type of blackened seasoning, Chef? Uh, I mean, I haven't done a whole lot with blackened seasoning because I I don't know really of anybody close close by that I know very well that likes their stuff blackened. So i I haven't I haven't messed with it. Hmm. Okay. Well, that was unexpected. Unexpected. Yeah, I did. I yeah. I'm. I'm. I would have thought that. You know. Um. I would have thought that you would have had the experience with that. Um. Unfortunately, not. That sucks. Yet. I'm sorry. Yet. I really <laughs> am. Yet. Right. Well. One of the one of the little plugs that I have for myself, and I'll go ahead and give a shout out. Um, you know, I had a chance to work at the Beef House in Covington, yep. Covington, Indiana. Yep. If you haven't been there, go there. Um, pretty good, pretty good restaurant. Really great atmosphere. Um, food, pretty good. Um, I had a chance to. Uh, grow up and develop a lot of my recipes there. Um, man, it was, it, it, it was a lot of fun. 
had a lot of creative freedom. Um, but my blackened seasoning was uh, black pepper, white pepper, cayenne pepper, Cajun seasoning, salt, pepper, lemon pepper, lemon juice, lime juice, and paprika. Now that, very, that sounds interesting. Very basic. Very, very basic. Yeah. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. But it serves its purpose. If you put the lemon juice and lime juice into a bowl, microwavable, obviously. Yeah. Mix them up together a little bit, blend them, put them in the microwave for 30 seconds, and then add it as you're stirring to your seasoning, a whisk, preferably. As you add it while you're stirring, it will go in and it will not clump up. Surprising. Yep. Huh. I'm gonna have, have to do that now. Yeah. It literally, um, so every chef knows this. Um, how do you tip the teapot? Do you hold it firm with your pinky in, or do you tip it proper with your pinky out? Oh, proper. Exactly. So when you're adding the juice, tip it proper. I got Okay. Because if you tip it improper, it'll clump up. It won't turn out the way you want. Tip it proper. Adds in too quickly. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. I love this. Sorry. I've got such a fucking food hard on right now. It's amazing. Um. I can't stand up. Right. I'm 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 literally standing right now and it's like, oh my God, I cannot turn around the corner because <laughs> I'm stuck against the wall. Um anyway. <laughs> I guess that steak's not getting cut. I can't reach it. <laughs> oh so, so when cheeseburger Eddie said you always have to protect the McNuggets, I was like, Well, I'm telling you right now, they're really well protected. There's quite a a pinch ten over him. <laughs> oh my goodness! Don't crack me up. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. I'm sorry. I I was not expecting this tonight. I really wasn't. Uh, I was actually a little hesitant for the podcast earlier. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, uh, I don't know how Mark uh, Mark, aka Chef Holloway, is gonna be on the air. But you know, let's give it a go. Let's see. Absolutely. I found out he, and then I found out he was a policeman. I was like, I went back to my old days. I was like, fuck the police. Tick, 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 fuck the police. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey, that's it's all right. A joke. It's a joke. You know I, I watched I watched a segment of Kevin Hart before you know we started the podcast, and it's been it's been chirping at me ever since. But no, um, we you know Professor X. You know what this means, right? Humbled, man. I'm humbled. But you, you, tell, you tell me what it means to you. Well, you did it to me last time. Now I'm gonna do it to y'all. Okay. See, you see, Chef Professor X and I is always have a way 
of doing a podcast and we'd be talking about stuff and we had a good time. And now I seem to make a, a life lesson out of it. When Professor X got me on the last episode, so I'm about to do it to y'all. You see, Professor X, you said earlier that you wasn't you kind of unsure about the podcast tonight because you would you didn't know how Mark would be, you know. So therefore, you kind of judged him a little bit beforehand, and that's what we do with people. We kind of judge them, not knowing who they really are, until we sit down and, and talk to them and get to know. Them. And we found out we had so much stuff in common that we really didn't realize it. So that's the thing about people is that we sit there and we look at somebody and we or we think about them. Man, I don't know if that guy really likes this or that girl would like that. If we take the time to get to know somebody, we will learn so much from each other. Like, I learned a lot from y'all tonight. You know what I'm saying? Y'all expanded my horizons tonight when it comes to the food because I did not know what a rue was or or, or, or whatever y'all was talking about. Right? But now I know. I, I got it. And I did now. So that's the thing about it. We have to take the time to learn from each other despite our differences, despite what we think we think our differences are. But we got to understand, like, we're all human beings. We got to learn from each other. And that's how we make the world a better place. And we take the time to learn from each other. So. Very well said. I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to throw this over to uh, Chef to uh, go off of what you just said. But all I'm going to simply say is uh, well played. Well played, my friend. Um, uh, the term that you forgot was uh, Maripaw. And. Uh, all you need to know, all you need to know is at the end of every day, whether you're cooking, whether you're getting up, going to a job, whether you are just simply trying to live life to its fullest, all you need are the basic ingredients. The basic ingredients will build you the strongest foundation that you can make. Exactly. Chef, take us away. Well, back on, you know, to what you said about treating, getting to know people, this, this, this and that. That also has a great, 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 great deal to do with relationships, you know. Um, for, for example, I have been, I, I've, uh, I've met quite a few people through my uh, young TikTok journey and, um, I've made actually some pretty decent friends on there. Uh, one in particular, um, she's she lives in Ohio, and uh, we've literally talked every single day for the last two weeks, and it's all just communication. Like we haven't haven't seen each other, anything like that. So yeah, communication is a foundation of literally everything. And you know what, Chef? I, I, I think you touch on that point so really well. Um, oftentimes, as people, we forget how to, how to, how to talk, how to speak. Um, we we uh, leave everything up to the, uh, the text message. Yes. You know, and uh, if, if, God, oftentimes, oftentimes, if we would just take the time out to, uh, to just call one another talk to one another, 
answer the damn phone whenever X calls big boy once in a while. <laughs> you know, we would find out that there's a lot of things that we might actually learn about. one. That's a good point, chef. It's a good point. Yeah. And like when I say we've been talking every day, we've only had two actual phone conversations. So it's all been written word before, before spoken word. And that's it. And, and, and that's what a lot of people tend to forget nowadays. If you can stimulate someone with written word, the spoken word will go so much further. Absolutely. And, and I know, and I know, I'm going to cut you off before you respond because I know Big Boy's got a, a pretty decent insert into that segment right there. Beautiful. Like hits his heart lately. So we need to let him get it out, bro. You know, like a lot of times we um we think we ha- we think we have everything like on deck. Like we know what we're gonna do, we know what we're what we got planned, what we know what we're how we're gonna do this and do this and that, but honestly we, we don't really know half the time, you know? We don't. I mean, because we don't take the time to really think about what our next move is. You always want to just go for it and, and just attack it. But sometimes, you know, like the old saying is, when people want to shoot first and ask questions later. You know, you can't always do that, you know? Like, I seen a thing on Facebook today. Um, it had a, a tortoise in the hair. You know, the old school story about a tortoise in the hair, how the tortoise always beats the hair because the hair always was over too confident and then and, and just thought that He's fast and he can do where he wants. He he can beat the tortoise, but you know, end up being a tortoise one because the hare got so overconfident and too and so um, what's boastful about stuff. They took a nap, and the tortoise won. And I think that's what we do in life a lot. We think that we got everything in the bag. We think we know what and we know what's best for everyone else, but a lot of time we don't know what's best for our own selves. And that's how a lot of times our relationships with people we're with or friends or family can sometimes fail because you don't know how to take the time just to listen and take and slow down. You know, like that song, um, like, like that song, uh, slow down. I just want to get to know you. We need to slow down and get to know each other instead of trying to figure out what's best for everyone else. We can't figure what's best for our own selves. So. I mean, that's that's very good, man. That's very well said. I'm tearing up over here. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I knew, I knew you needed to get it out. Um, but like Chef said, tearing up, wasn't ready. No, not not wasn't well. ready, man. Because look, the hardest thing in the entire world for any of us to do is to be alone what is the basic what is the most basic human want and human need companionship right exactly right we we have to have companionship we crave companionship we crave you know this and that but oftentimes when we have it we complain about it we bicker about it we 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 throw epic royal fits about it, and why do we do that? Why do we do that? 
It's because we are completely uncomfortable as people being responsible for the emotional needs and wants of somebody else. If you can't step up and say, hey, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to put you first. I'm going to put you in front of me. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Then don't bitch about being single. There's a reason why you're single. Mm. Oh, when you get over yourself long enough, when you get over yourself long enough to put somebody else in front of you and it doesn't work out, then you can bitch. But until you are willing to take a back seat on a consistent basis, do not, and I repeat, do not expect anybody to love you for quote-unquote who you are when you yourself don't even know who the fuck you are. That's true. Nail it on the head. Find yourself, and then you'll find your happiness. It's that simple, guys. I I don't mean to sound like an arrogant prick, but it really is that simple. Like, if we would just take time by ourselves long enough to find out who the hell we are, then we would be more selective in our relationships, and we would stop thinking with our fucking dicks. I, right now, am living proof of that, and I can attest to every bit of it. Same. Me too. Yep. Like, it's, like, it's like you're trying to fill a void, you know? And no matter what you, no matter what you do, you try to fill a void. And then we, and we just forget about the basics, you know? But we still worry about trying to fill this void of loneliness and what we need oh I need to do this or I need to I need to go buy this or 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 I need to get with this person this 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 not to try to fill a void and the thing about it you'll never fill the void because you're too worried about trying to put a band-aid over a void that keeps on bleeding through and you keep on replacing band-aid because you don't want to go to the doctor and get it sewed up to fix that wound because you're scared Cause you're scared. You're scared to sit down and take responsibility of going with the next step to fixing that wound. You want to just keep putting band aids over it and putting galls over it, thinking that that's going to help it. Look, man. Oftentimes, how many times as people are we guilty of looking for something better, only to find something worse mm-hmm. and accepting it? As I, better. I don't know if there's a percentage for that. Right. Like like 100%. Like we all do this at some point. At some point. It, it, it is literally part of the, uh, of the human growth experience, man. Like we go through all the trials, all the tribulations. What can I do to make this better? What can I do to make this person see me different? What can I do? What did I do wrong for this and that? Why did this person do me this way? Blah, blah, blah. We we go through the most extraneous self-deprecating circumstances. 
we tear ourselves apart trying to figure out why everything went wrong because it must have been us that fucked up. Mm-hmm. It must have. Yep. Because everything was fine one moment and then it wasn't the next. And then we don't stop to think about the other person's feelings that were involved in the freaking equation. We only think about ourselves because it's like, oh, you hurt me. Oh, oh, why did you do that? Oh, oh, what did I do? And often we just forget about where we came from the beginning. What made you guys go to begin with? What is the foundation of your relationship? If you don't know the answer to that question immediately, then stop losing sleep over that person. If you don't know what made you guys so good, stop losing sleep over that person. You know, Professor X, not to interject what you're saying, but when you said something about foundation, it kind of it, it kind of reminds me of, of that little story, you know, that, that little uh, little uh, nursery rhyme. Remember the three little pigs? Mm-hmm. Well, we tend to have we tend to build our relationships on straw and stick houses instead of using stones. You know, and mm-hmm. we can, and we let all these little issues and all these little problems be our wolf. And when we think we got a good something good, and then we as soon as a problem comes, that wolf comes and blows our house down, and we gotta run to the next person and try to try to seek shelter in their non-stable life, which would be the sticks. And then we're and the wolf comes again, the same problem, but this time stronger, and it, it blows our, it blows that house down until we eventually realize that, you know what? The person I need to be with or, or, or the relationship I need to be with or the person or my friend I need, to, I need to be spending time with to keep me as a person in, in, in the brick house or the stone house. Because when you give that positive person and that person is going to help you build you up and help you realize that, hey, you are amazing. You are a special person. You know, I say that on my TikToks a lot. You know, you're an amazing person. Once you get that and it starts building your foundation up, no matter what the problems come, you have a fighting chance against that wolf trying to blow your house down because you have a foundation that is getting stronger and stronger because you're actually starting to believe in yourself. And sometimes, yep. it, it, sometimes it does help to have someone else to, to help you. You know? It doesn't have to be a thing, but, but hold on, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> Don't look for somebody else to validate you if you can't validate yourself. Right. That's it. That's all I'm saying. You have to be happy with you before you can ever expect anybody else to be happy with you. If you can't do that, man, then stop crucifying your exes for breaking up with you because they broke up with you because you don't even like them. Yeah, there's a reason. Professor. What do you think, Chef? The, the, only thing, the only thing that I interject about to not interject barely push forward 
is when you were talking about companionship. Now, I'm not sure if too many people know that there are types of companionship. There's the distance, and then there's the physical. You know, the physical being there, physically right there, touch him, everything. So you fall into complacency of, okay, yep, there they are. But then when you got the distance companionship, it didn't that text every every morning, good morning, hope your day goes well. It's, hey, how's your day going now? You know, all this stuff. It's, they're both very important on their own. Yet very, very different. True. Oh, shit. You and I are you, you and I are going through and dealing with the exact same situation, bro. Um, I have, I have one that loves me, has loved me for eighteen years, but it's too soon for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't do it. Big boy knows better than than you do. You were still there whenever everything initially happened, but regardless of what they do, I I just can't because for the first time in my life, it was real. Yeah. For the first time in the 38 years I've been alive, I had a real-life relationship, and it makes it so hard. You're exactly right. You're yes. exactly right. And that, yeah, and that's right. I'm now comfortable to put myself out there. You know, just pass that line out there. And luckily enough, someone 27 minutes has taken some minutes. That's some deep stuff, y'all. But it's it's not just that deep, though. because we're going to start our closing arguments for the night with your story, because you're the one that started all this. You just happened to reach out to me, and because of the connection that you and I have, we have been able to touch other people, and man, it's the greatest feeling in the whole world. You know, I, I have loved Chef for a very long time. For a very long time. We are, uh, <laughs> can't say it out loud. <laughs> I'll giggle and he'll know what I'm talking about. We, we are both brothers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but we found out tonight that we had more in common than what we thought. Um, you told me you're like, yeah, man, let's 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 bring him on the episode, and I was like, man, I don't know, I don't know, but you were right yet again. So, final thought, take us away, big boy. So, the final thought for me tonight is that we learned a valuable lesson. We learned a valuable lesson tonight that 
sometimes you just gotta give people a chance. You might be amazed what you might find out, what might what you might have in common. We're too busy in life trying to sugarcoat things or try to keep ourselves stranded to this one or two people that we think we can, but there's a whole world out there, people out there that can be an asset to helping us or getting to know or just expanding our horizons. You know? Like, and not only that does, what that, that what this episode has done, it made us closer as friends, you know? We're I can honestly say that we're brothers. You know, we're we're brothers now. I mean, we're all. I mean, we're we, 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 we were coworkers. We were friends. But tonight, we learned so much about us that we love the common some common stuff, and we all been going through some of the same stuff, which makes us real tight. What makes us brothers? So, what I'm saying is, people out there, don't be scared. Don't be hesitant to try to to, to get get to know somebody because you never know what they can bring. To the table, you never know what the, how they how their experiences in life can help you with your experiences you go on through because you never know. So don't be afraid. Take that step. All right, Chef, floor is yours. Well, mine is it is in in line with that one. Um, I believe it was Michael Jordan who said it best. You miss. <laughs> 100% of the shots you do not take. Oh, shit. Whew. You miss 100% of the shots that you do not take. Man, yeah, you know, the point is, take your shot. Keep taking your shot until it falls. And when it starts falling, when the shot starts going in, it's like butter. It's just going to keep getting better and better, and better, until, well, until it really can't get much better. You know what I mean? You're, you mean until you're 6-0 and in the finals? Until never been defeated? Never been to a game seven? Yep. Michael, Jeffrey, Jordan? Absolutely. <laughs> well, good God. How the hell am I supposed to follow that up? Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, oh, no Jesus. Okay, well, here I go with my lame-ass clothes, then. Um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we had a lot of fun tonight. Absolutely. Um, dear God, I am happier than a tornado in a trailer park to have a chance to talk with Chef Holloway tonight. Um, it, it's, it's been so fun. Um, Big boy, thank you, man. Thank you for for providing the platform, um, for letting two old chefs just 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 talk for a minute. Um, man, that was awesome. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Um, got a couple new recipes, and we are definitely going to be having a live show at some point. Um, this is no longer an option. It's going to happen. Uh, because we done set ourselves up for failure if we don't. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be men, not of our word. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, and uh, again, man, thank you guys so much. Um, been a great opportunity. This has 
every time I think the podcast ain't going to get no better, Big Boy knows what I'm talking about. We've <laughs> we've done about 11 of these episodes now. Um, every time I think I ain't going to get no better, it takes a step up, you know, just in a different way. And, uh, man, Chef, it was fun having you on the show. You're oh. a good dude. You're a good dude, man. I've known you for a long time. You're a good dude. Thank you. And uh, knowing that you love food the way that, you know, Big Boy and I both obviously do, you know, uh, we uh, we appreciate your insight, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank Big you. Boy. Thank Big you. Boy, you're the man. You're the man. And I'm going to throw it away with what do I always say? Take care of yourselves and each other. Thank you, Jerry Springer. Good night. Thank you for everybody for tuning in to Big Boy Life Podcast. We appreciate everybody listening in. We appreciate Professor X. We appreciate Chef Holloway. Like I said, check us out again. We're coming at you with some live shows, with some cooking, some good food, because you know how other big boys do. We like to eat, baby, baby. Yeah, baby. Have a good night, everybody. This was a Oh, boy, a great episode epic for keeping it real with Big Boy Live. Peace.